Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hola. Tonight's episode of Season 6 is... The Substitute? Yes, Episode 3. Episode 3. When this episode started off, I was like, man, I do not remember very much of it. I remember more of the latter half of it than the first half. Yes, uh, I would agree on that. Well, it gets more and more interesting the farther it goes. Yes, it really does. It's like, ooh, this is good mythology stuff. What did you think of this episode, Janelle? Uh, yes, it was very interesting. <laughs> oh, goodness, where to start? <laughs> um, ben Linus, the European history teacher? <laughs> <laughs> what a normal thing for him to be doing. Yes. Yes, but doing probably exactly what he would be doing if he were stuck teaching European history. <laughs> Complaining? <laughs> when you finish the coffee pot, you take the filter out. <laughs> obnoxious. <laughs> Just as obnoxious off-island as he would have been on. <laughs> that was very funny. I felt like Locke's sideways purgatory thing that probably was already occurring for him was really bittersweet. In this other reality, Helen is still with him, and there she's still on track to get married to him, and there are people stepping in to help him left and right, even when he did something really bad. Mm-hmm. And Helen doesn't get mad at him for lying to his workplace about the walkabout and lying to her. I kept waiting for that to happen. Mm. Really enjoyed the mythology stuff, even though I don't understand it quite yet, and I'm wondering who in the world the little boy is and wondering how much Richard knows or has known about any and all of this. (laughs) Good question. Because he knows enough to be scared of smoke monster guy. Mm -hmm. And I see now the connection that one of you two made in an earlier episode about Jacob touching every those people and how we saw that again here now. Yeah, they they made a very direct point of it here. Mm -hmm. And... I'm wondering how there could be so many nominees for the position of the new Jacob and why he needed candidates. And I get the feeling that the smoke monster is spinning the story his own way. And like he's calling Jacob a manipulator, but that's because that's how he thinks. <laughs> and wondering how much of what he's saying is quite as true as all that i mean it sounds like one of those things that it's true in part or true in form but not true in spirit or or complete yeah yeah Yeah, i I think you're right hitting all the right notes and questions yeah yeah i think so so we'll we'll circle back around to that let's uh for our deep dive uh, let's talk about uh, we'll start with the flash sideways okay the lock story is fairly self-contained here i think i do have to say now i think this was a very effective sideways story yeah. For lots of ways. First off, it kind of has this this weird, like, it's happy, but still the same kind of broken lock mm-hmm. thing. But, like, he has Helen. And and what's so interesting about it is that he doesn't believe, he's not a believer in this one. You know, at the weird funeral, like, he uh-huh. was a believer. And then Sideways one, he really just doesn't. Uh-huh. But then you get Hurley, Rose, and Ben intersecting with him. Oh, those were fun, too. <laughs> Rose, that was a fantastic appearance. And I mm. loved Hurley showing up. Hey, I'm the owner of the company. <laughs> that was fabulous. Yes. Yeah, each one of those scenes was great. And it's the scene with Locke and Rose I, I find particularly fascinating because Walkabout is seen as one of these like all-time great Locke episodes. And for good reason. But her whole scene kind of underscores the fact that 
Flock was being kind of unreasonable. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's kind of shows that same unreasonableness about refusing to park in the handicapped spot, even yeah. though it's there for his use and it would be make his life easier if he used it. And Rose kind of flips his whole "Don't tell me what I can't do" thing on his on its head, and she's like, "Well, why don't we talk about what you can do?" So, do you think you know? Because I and I, from my understanding, they they all do kind of move past, learn something in these sideways. Eventually, is his real learning that? Not to fix it on what he can't do? Possibly. Because, you know, what I find fascinating is that Smoke Monster actually is like he's becoming Locke in some ways. Yeah. Because uh-huh. he said Locke's catchphrase. And I think I just yeah. think that's, that's just fascinating. <laughs> it is. And he's shouting it at that kid. Yeah. I wonder how much, and it would maybe we'll get more information about this, see how much are Smoke Monster and Locke like each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as we get, as we get as see, we I don't remember season. enough. Yeah, there's a lot of six that's fuzzy. I mean, when you remember the big details of some of these smaller character mm-hmm. moments, it would be interesting to watch. But there is growth in Locke in some ways, coming to the realization that he doesn't want to just spend his life attempting something that's impossible. Impossible. Like let's let's do what I can. Yeah, and it's an interesting dynamo with with him and Helen there, where she's like, "Okay, look, there is such a thing as miracles." But we don't need one to be together. Mm-hmm. Which is a nice, it's a nice moment. It's like, well, I believe they're, they're miracles, but you know, yeah, that's, that's not the most important thing. And Locke just really needed someone to tell him that earlier in his life. Yeah, it's it's interesting that Helen is here together. And considering that their whole thing broke up because of he had lied to her. And I never quite bought some of their breakup in the first place. That he could never get get over his dad, and so that's the reason why she's not going to love him anymore. But speaking of his dad, they name dropped him in this. So like at the wedding, when we get your parents, your dad, my parents, and your dad. Oh, oh dear. So, well, I, I believe that we get to see his dad at some point in these sideways. Do we really? I think so. Okay, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I do not remember that. That is fascinating. I think uh, we'll see, we'll see what's, what becomes of that. I do kind of love the, see, the idea, though, of Locke as a substitute teacher. I mean, he we saw on the island, he does enjoy teaching, and he is knowledgeable about a variety of things. So it, it's one of those things that, that kind of makes sense in retrospect. It does make sense. It's funny, too. Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> All right, we're, it's time for our, our lesson on, well, human reproduction. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't seem like, not like it was funny, but he didn't seem like sad or beat down by it. Like, he seemed like he kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, he's like, okay, let's do this. Like, he's overwhelmed, but he's not like, this is a horrible job. Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of refreshing. I think next episode is Dr. Linus? Um, I think it's two episodes. Two episodes, okay. But we'll see more which is Ben a, Linus. Which is a fabulous, yeah, ben, ben Linus high school teacher. Yeah. Which is a... <laughs> Actually, which I think is a fabulous episode, one of the best of the season. Yeah, it's very and good. Honestly, might even rank in my top ten episodes of Lost from my memory, but we'll see. So anyway, any other flash sideways stuff we want to talk about? Just a really fascinating Lock episode, which mm-hmm. is kind of nice because unfortunately, the only actual Lock episodes we're going to get now are in Flash Sideways. You know, it's interesting, and maybe this is part of what was wrong with what Kate does. In some ways, I mean, like Lock's setup is different. Mm-hmm. You know, he has Helen, whatever. What we know of Hurley is different. Yeah. I guess Jackson is much right now. But, like, Kate doesn't feel like... Yeah, that's true. It's not different enough. Yeah, and even even Claire's is just... Like, this is more like what they were going to be doing. Act, and, again, you want that, but you want that plus something surprising. Mm. I mean, we got Ethan, I guess, but... <laughs> yeah. But, anyways, I thought good, good, solid, like, 
analyzing Locke's character's sideways. I think the sideways work best as sort of like, hey, who is this person? What's their main hang-up sort of thing? And, and Yeah, and in a new way. Because you're, yeah. you're right, that is important. Like what we saw with Kate didn't feel a new, new enough, scenario. It wasn't new enough. It was like, yeah, I don't know. I'm, it's some special sauce there, I guess. And then I guess on the island we got... We have Locke, or not Locke, well, fake well, Locke, and, Man in Black. And then Richard first. Richard first, yes. And we're just like, leave me alone. <laughs> I want nothing to do with you. Poor Richard. Kind of interesting seeing him scared because we've never seen him scared no, before he's this so, season. It's so weird. Yeah. So that really it makes a bigger impact. And then um, Man in Black on a recruiting mission yep. with uh, Sawyer, which fascinating to see Sawyer in this episode. But Sawyer's like, you're not Locke. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so perceptive. He's he's so good at reading people. I mean, we said last time that like some of what the last episode, what Kate does, could have been done in a previous episode. But Sawyer's like deep mourning period yeah. that that, that kind of that needed to be done, and mm-hmm. we're kind of now moving from that into the all right. What do I do with the rest of my life? Or like, what's this new? What new fresh hell is this? Yeah, <laughs> this. Guy looks like Locke is, but it's interesting because he immediately goes into from a very smart. All right, I'm gonna roll with the punches here, see what this guy has to say, and he doesn't. He doesn't trust this guy right away, which is smart. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's it's interesting. And and he starts giving us details like what what is when he's like, well, I used to be a man, and some some interesting hints about what is this smoke monster guy. Yeah, it, it's fascinating at this point because it feels accurate enough but you don't know how much to trust like mm-hmm. what things he's saying are true and what are not and it's it's such an interesting thing that like spoken is evil 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 scary and like especially since he's wearing the face of Locke, you have a certain amount of like i don't know empathy almost for him well and he says like i'm so sorry they never explained what was going on why wouldn't they do that yeah that's so manipulative <laughs> so it is because he's like I'm on your side. I'm sorry. I didn't know. You didn't know what was going on. Let me tell you all the answers. And the fans are like, what are you doing? <laughs> you're supposed to be evil, but you're telling us, giving us exactly what we want. It's so clever. I mean, because you're just like, it's clever plus also just disarming because it's completely not what you expected. And you're just like, what do I do with this? Se- like, what do I do with this guy? Uh-huh. And then he d- he does reveal answers, like big ones at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. He wasn't lying. I mean... About it, that, at least. I mean, the fact that everyone has been talking about candidates for a while now puts a lot of substance to what he's saying. Jacob bringing him to the island. We had seen flashbacks of, of that. So, like, Janelle pointed out, it's very hard to know how much of what he's saying is true and how much isn't. I was thinking about the whole pulling strings. We saw when, when Jacob touched Sawyer, it was when he gave him back the pen to write the note. Because if he hadn't... Wrote no, he wouldn't have been trying to kill the guy in Australia. Would never end up in the island. Whoa! Okay. And like Said, if he had not lost Nadia, would probably not have come back to the island at least. Mm, I suppose. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm just. Yeah. I just, I just suddenly everything seems like oh, huh? What? Do Jack, we do? Jack, if he had not gotten his candy bar. No, no I know. I mean, it, it, fall, <laughs> it falls apart. It falls apart. <laughs> But yeah, it, it's one of those like I, it could, I could see them trying to purposely build an ambiguity there. Mm-hmm. Like I like how what, you know how you put put like in some ways maybe that's how Man in Black would interpret those things because he is a manipulator. Yeah. We've already talked about how he's been kind of doing a long con for a yeah. while, or was it really all Jacob free will? Do what you want. Yeah, I guess we'll see. 
Yeah, I, I, I think the, the, the choices to present the man black or fake Lockhart or Sam in this way, I think it just counter to how I think most shows would have done it. Mm. I think that's, that's gutsy. Yeah, it is very gutsy. Uh, we do have to talk a little bit about the weird funeral scene. Yes. <laughs> Weirdest funeral I've ever been to. <laughs> oh, thank you, Frank Lapidus. <laughs> yep. What so, a wonderful character. So we finally bury, bury Locke because he's like just been sitting dead for like who knows how many days now. Probably stinks to high heaven. Yeah. yeah. Although, and another example of island hikes taking as long or as short as they need to. From what I remember, it seems like the others spent a long time getting from the survivor's camp to the foot statue. And they carried Locke all that way there instead yeah. of just burying him there. Yeah. Like, I get it. It's nice to have that, use that graveyard, but it's a little bit of a stretch. But, oh well. But the only person who knows how to talk about Locke is Ben. <laughs> He's like, fine, I'll, I'll say something. And it's just, I'm sorry I murdered you. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, he was... Honest? <laughs> and yeah, Ben's going through some stuff. I mean, he, I love when um, what's the la- what's the lady's name? Alana. Alana. She's like, and he killed Jacob. Like, yeah, yeah, it was him. <laughs> yeah. Were you gonna say something about Ben? That it feels weird to hear him eulogizing Locke. Mm-hmm. He was a believer, a man of faith, and a better man than I'll ever be. And, I mean, I think he meant it. Yeah, yeah. Ben is in a weird place right now. Disempowered with no idea what's going on and having just murdered the alleged god he was worshipping mm-hmm. and not in control and probably going through his own weird grieving process yeah. of something. I guess I wouldn't really know what. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to see some more of that in an upcoming Ben episode. Mm-hmm. So I look forward to that. And I guess we should mention that Lana's, you know, very beat up by Jacob's death. Mm-hmm. And stole some of his ashes. Yes, I noticed that. It's like, <laughs> yes. oh, is this what the where the ashes come from? Obviously, not Jacob hasn't died before, but but like, have they been using ashes from like something else? I don't know. Yeah, seems important. Yeah, it does. It does indeed. I mean, Jacob's been the island ruler for a very, very, long, very long time. time. So, yeah. I, like, I can't imagine. Who made there's something special? I can't. I feel like it comes into play, but I can't remember. Okay. Oh, that's another question. I'm still wondering, who is Ilana and the group that she came with? I still don't know that yet. Yeah. And what's her connection to Jacob, and how does she know what she knows, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I don't know how much of that we'll really get, uh, aside from the fact that we know Ilana was recruited by Jacob or worked with Jacob. I get the sense that this is one of those things they knew a lot more than we ever get. Mm. Right. We'll get a little bit more, but not not as much as you're going to want, I don't think. (laughs) That's fair for warning. Um, but anyway, this episode, we finally got our hook, if you can believe what the man in black is saying, which I think is only enough slight, of it's true. Enough of, <laughs> enough of it is true to, to say, yeah, we, we got this thing about looking for Jacob's replacement. Uh, interesting, Jacob knew he would need a replacement, but I guess if he had someone that has been telling him for over 100 years, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to, I'm trying to find a way to kill you. Uh, <laughs> there you, you go. You start working. Yeah. Oh, also... What's the truth of the matter on whether or not the man in black is trapped on the island? And how does he get out of being trapped? Like, what's the process for that? And why does he need someone to go with him? And where is home for man in black? Great questions. And is the island really just an island? (laughs) That's probably the most dubious of his claims. It's just an island. That doesn't need protecting? And I'm going, "Uh, yeah, it needs protecting from you. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hmm. What about Widmore? Oh, I, that's a good question. We haven't heard uh, anything about him in a while. Yeah, I feel like there's gotta be that was left hanging. Yep, mm-hmm. we will get more stuff on that. Yes, there's a lot more to come still in season six, but this was a satisfying episode. I thought mm-hmm. so. Look forward to more coming up soon. Until next time, remember check out our other podcast, The World Trains of Thought, where we talk about all matter of uh, storytelling for the creator and the consumer. Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. And the ladies. Well, at least Janelle. <laughs> Yay, we got Natasha laughing. Yes. So there's, she was, I she put. comment per- every once in a blue moon. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. Bye-bye.